Think you need to compromise who you are to advance your career as a black or brown woman? Think again. Because there's a playbook for corporate America and those aren't the rules. But you won't find it in college or on the job. I know, because I learned the hard way. And now I'm here to show you how the game is played. Hi, I'm Linda Talaferro, the Vice President of Quality at a global technology company and founder of The Tea, The Extra Effort, where I help black and brown women like you change the trajectory of their career with one-on-one coaching, workshops, and this podcast, Being Brown at Work. If you want to know how black and brown women are navigating everything from microaggressions to being the only person of color in the room so they can blaze their trail through corporate America, listen now. Greetings, everyone. It is Linda Talaferro from the TV Extra Effort, where I help professionals. You know what? I'm just, usually you hear me say get unstuck, get their seat at the table, but I'm just going to go straight for it tonight. I help professionals get out of their own way. And that is what I'm going to talk about tonight. That is truly what I help professionals do. Get out of their own way so that they can get unstuck. They can grow in their career and get to the seat at the table that they desire. And that's what I'm going to focus on tonight is getting out of your way. You know, I, I had been thinking about this for some time, actually, and it was from reflecting on some comments I received in Facebook, um, some messages and DMs I received, and also someone I actually helped last week regarding a job. And I'll share that story with you in a second briefly. But I'm going to share mine first because I need you to understand that, you know, there is something to this lack of growth in our careers that is not owned a hundred percent by anyone else. The majority of it is owned by us. The majority of it. And I want to preface this in the beginning. Look, I am not naive. I know there are forces out there. I know that there are biases. I know that there are people that wake up in the morning and actually do think about how they can get back at someone or be a roadblock or cause issues. I completely know that exists. I know that exists. But I'm telling you what I know that I know to be true, that in spite of those individuals, in spite of those circumstances, and in spite of those situations, if we just get out of our own way, we can have career growth and we can get the seat at the table. And I'm going to give you specific, I'm going to tell you how I was in my own way for a number of years. You know, I was told on more than one occasion, I would never be a vice president. I would never have an executive position. Various reasons. They either say I'm too passionate or I'm, no one ever said didn't have executive presence because that wasn't used a lot early on, but I'm too passionate or I, you know, too assertive or they used the word aggressive because I spoke my mind, because I was direct, because I was this. Other people say, well, nobody knows you. And I'm like, well, that doesn't matter because, you know, I'm really good at what I do. But I was, I was told that on a regular basis. I can't count the number of times that I was told that I would never be. And it was the last time I was told that 
about six or seven years ago that I would never be a vice president, never aspire to, or excuse me, never reach the positions that I aspire to that made me create the T, the extra effort. Because in spite of them saying that I would never be, I actually was offered a role a year later that was that very seat that they said I would never have. And that's the seat I have today. And that's why I started the TV Extra Effort, because it was through that entire journey that I've had over my 30-year career, the light bulb came on. I knew exactly why it took me so long to get into the seat, and it was because I was in my own way. So that's why I'm passionate. That's why I built the framework I built that I work with my clients on, which I now call um, PCG, Peel Back, Connect, and Grow. Because you have to peel these layers back so that you understand what really is holding you back from your career growth. And that's why I started the T. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a story of a specific pitfall that I had that held me back in my career. You know, I was told that I would never be, but yet my work product was the bomb. It was good. I mean, I, I rose above anyone else that was around me and it didn't matter what position I had. I was good as a quality engineer when I came out of college. So much so, they sent me to Germany for a year. Senior quality engineer, doing the work, delivering the product. I was good. I was good. And so I was hell-bent along the way to prove to them, although you tell me I'm never going to be, I'm definitely going to be. Because nobody's better than me at what I do. Right. Nobody's better at me at what I do. But the problem I had along that knowing that, I mean, I knew my product was good, but I had this issue with pointing the finger at everybody else. It was everybody else's problem, everybody else's issue. Everybody else was the reason why I wasn't getting to the next level. Clearly, it had to be everybody else. Right. It had to be. It couldn't be anything else. I mean, if I'm the best at what I do, if I'm the best quality engineer, if I'm the best problem solver, if I'm the best program manager, if I you know, can bring suppliers on board and they launch flawlessly, I mean, what else do you want? So it had to be everybody else's issue. Clearly had to be. It wasn't mine because I was delivering the work product. I was doing what I needed to do. And I was better than everybody else in the room. And I would bring it to people's attention at times when the opportunity presented itself. I would bring it to their attention. Well, I, look, I don't understand. Uh, Jeff got promoted or Jeff got that opportunity. He failed in certain areas, not quite as good as I am. Or performance review time. And I'm looking at my boss and I'm like, you know, I don't understand. What are you going to do? to change this situation? What are you going to do to assure that I have this opportunity that we know exists that's coming up six months from now? So I was pointing my finger at everybody else because I was perfect. <laughs> you know, I did everything right. So I thought, so I thought. And it wasn't until I realized <laughs> the real reason why I was not getting to the next level is because I 
was the one that was in my own way. It was brought to my attention. I will never forget the conversation. Never forget the conversation. It was early on in my career. It was before I became a director. And I actually, because I had mentioned it to my boss so many times, I was working with a mentor. At the time, didn't know that was a mentor uh, because I, we hadn't established that relationship. And I was being very new to this mentor-mentee thing. But we were having a conversation. And he mentioned to me, you know, Linda, you know, I understand that you're unhappy. You have been in this role for the past four years, five years, and you want more. And he said to me, but, you know, does anybody even know what it is you really want? Why do you want it? What is your why? Who else knows you? What is there about Linda that would make them want to give you that role? And I said, well, because I'm good. I mean, clearly you've seen the results. You've seen my performance. He said, but yeah, yeah but, but we expect you to do that. That's why you have the job. What else is there about Linda? And to me, at the time, I didn't understand it. I didn't get, I was like, I didn't understand what that meant. But the more I met with this individual, the more we peeled back the layers and really got to the root of my issue of why I was so focused on the thing rather than on the person and the what and the why, then I had an epiphany and understood I will continue to work this hard thing and try to prove you wrong, keep doing the same stuff and getting the same results. Something had to shift. And it was after that conversation, after that light bulb came on, after I allowed that individual first time I was ever open and had a conversation with anyone to start peeling back the layers and understanding what is this thing about you always trying to prove that you're better than? Why do you do that? What is that about? Who are you? What else do you bring outside of what we expect you to? And that is the work product. That was the defining point for me when I realized I had some work to do on me. I had to understand that this career journey, and you have heard me say this before, I understood at that point in time that this career journey is a lot about who I am. And the fact that I hadn't did the work on me, so I was in my own way. I was pointing fingers at everybody else because it was everybody else's issue, clearly couldn't be mine. And then as I started to peel back the layers is when I uncovered my fear, perfectionism, my lack of confidence, frankly. Although I'm pointing the fingers at everybody else, I had some other issues I had to deal with that were part of me that showed up every day that I was not recognizing. And it wasn't until I started doing that work, peeling back, connecting that peel back, that depth of who I am as a person, connecting that with how I show up every day at work and the fact that I'm making it everybody else's issue and not mine. The fact that I'm really fearful of making a mistake, so therefore I drive for perfection, and that clearly wasn't getting me anywhere. Until I did that work, I wasn't able to exhale. I wasn't able to allow people to get to know me outside of the fact that my work product's the bomb. It was when I did that work, peeling back, 
and connecting it all, then I started to grow. And frankly, I started to enjoy it more. I wasn't so stressed and tense. I wasn't so mad at times, coming home mad. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what's real about this career journey. And I'll give you another example of how we get in our own way. I was talking to somebody last week that was interested in a role. It's a role posted on a website. She hit me in an email. She was like, hey, I'm going to apply for this opportunity. What do you think? I've already gone online and applied. They asked these questions. And one of the questions was around, hey, do you have strategic experience? Do you have, you know, have you done any type of consulting in the past? And can you build strategy? And do you know, although she had that experience, she put no. And you know why she put no? It's because the experience she had was with a firm that wasn't one of the big dogs. It was one of the smaller firms. Now, the question didn't say, did you have experience with a big dog firm? No. The question said, did you have the experience? So why wouldn't she say yes? Why? Because what do we do? Second guess ourselves, rethink, try to measure up. And then, unfortunately, I got to say this, ladies, because this is what we do as women. Guys don't do it that much. Discount. We discount ourselves. So she said no. And when I read that in the email, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Go back online and change that answer. She got in her own way. I mean, just on that. And what do you think is going to happen? What would have happened? Now, luckily, she's going to get a phone interview because she made that change and she also had some good recommendations and references, but why would you get in your own way and have a perceived notion of what was behind the question as if there's some ulterior motive, a crystal ball or whatever that you think only you can see, so therefore you say something opposite from the experience you really had. Ludicrous, but we do that to ourselves. We're either like me pointing the fingers, everyone, everybody else's issue, not one to recognize our issues and pull back those layers and work on that stuff so you can connect it to your everyday being so that you come up and can show up in your excellence and grow or you're like she is and you shrink back and you discount yourself and you don't show up fully and you don't articulate clearly to everyone what your experiences, skills, your talents are. It's so extremely common and so unfortunate. And hence, then we never get our seats at the table. So we, we have to, we got to change that. We have to change our approach because it is the basic, the main thing. And I'd say basic thing, but the main thing I learned is that it's not 100% someone else's fault. I own my career, and therefore I need to own my stuff, all my stuff, work on my stuff so that I can show up. And then I'm going to tell you what, since I've done that, there's been not a time that I've sat down across from someone and said, hey, uh, it's a performance review time. I believe I am worthy of a raise, actually a salary grade promotion. And here's all the work I've done. Actually didn't even have to, boss stopped me. Said, you know what, Linda? Yeah, you're right. You have delivered. You have done X, Y, Z. I'm going to talk to a couple people. And you know what I said? Oh, I've already talked to them. 
And you know what he said to me? Of course you have. And therefore I got it because I did the work, the complete work and owned my stuff. So that pivotal time I had back in, gosh, that had to be the early 2000s of where that, what I come to say now, a mentor of mine shared with me the value of understanding the why, really understanding the why that you get passed over each time, and then addressing, working on the why, and quit looking everywhere else. Ever since that time, it's been nothing but growth. It's been nothing but growth. Have I had to peel back more than one occasion? Of course. You know, we have, we are, as people, we're complex individuals. So there's a lot of layers, just like with an onion. You keep peeling it. And you know, at times with an onion, when you peel it and you cut it, you get some tears. Yes. So the peel back and the connect work, going to bring some emotions, going to bring some, but that's healthy. That's gross. That's all about growth. So I'm not saying it was just one, one time when I did the work, the peel back and I was done. No, there were times throughout my journey that I've really had to do some deep thinking. It's some seriously looking in the mirror and recognizing and owning my crap. I mean, seriously, to be straightforward, all my stuff. And periodically today, that's why I have accountability partners that will, you know, hit me up on a text or uh, an email or when we were in the office, pop by. Now they'll call or or hit me up on Skype and say, hey, you might want to have done something, you know, that last thing a little different or that comment you made. Because look, yeah, do I have a seat at the table? Absolutely. But I have not arrived. And that's why I started the team. That's why this work is so important to me. That's why I'm really oppressing upon you to own it, to fully own it, fully, fully own it. So I absolutely hope that you found some nuggets in this transformational Tuesday because it's pivotal. If this is, this is pivotal. You can really shift your career, totally shift it if you own your stuff and get out of your way. I put a link to, to my private Facebook group. Join me there. That's where we have a community of individuals that's on the same corporate ladder climb and journey. I share nuggets there. We support each other. I would love to have you join that private Facebook group. It could be your first step, your first step in working on getting out of your own. Take care. If you found this podcast empowering and are ready to master the skill that can take you anywhere, get my free guide, Workplace Confidence, in the resources section of this episode.